Hi, everyone. My name is David. I'm an addict and alcoholic in recovery. Um, how do I start my story? So um, I live in Jersey City, United States. I'm not originally from here, not from the United States. I was born in Eastern Europe. Um, and I grew up in a, you know, very privileged household. But to say that my childhood was not without trouble. Um, I had sort of a, a Spartan upbringing. Um, I kind of like uh, witnessed a lot of violence when I was growing up, um, just to precursor on my background. I had my first drink when I was eight years old. It was during uh, a New Year's party. And for us, my, my culture is very heavily influenced by Russian culture. New Year's is pretty much almost like Christmas. So it's like a huge... Uh, drinking occasion and i uh snuck in a little shot of vodka and then i just kept sneaking in small drinks here and there and and ended up pretty badly i got drunk um apparently yelled at my mom got in a lot of trouble so that was my first experience with alcohol um my family moved down i mean moved around the world a lot i've uh lived in the middle east as well and um Growing up in the Middle East in my teenage years, obviously I had no access to alcohol or any other substances like that. So I was spared of that. Uh, my drinking and um, addiction didn't really kick off until later in my life. Um, um, what really started it off is when I was 16 years old, I've uh, lost my grandmother and it was pretty traumatic. My parents were away and um I was the only adult in my family able to speak English. So she started having um, a brain aneurysm and a stroke. And so we had to take her to the hospital. I had to translate everything, stayed with her, and then eventually she didn't make it that night. Um, and I was really close with my grandmother. She pretty much raised me as much as my parents did. She was very involved in my childhood. So that created this very deep hole inside me that I couldn't really feel. feel. Um, as a side note, I'm also uh, diagnosed with a bipolar disorder, bipolar one. And at that age, that traumatic, traumatic event also caused uh, my first manic episode, which um, basically I've spent um, trying to understand what's going on with me because mentally I just had no idea what was going on. And at the time I was undiagnosed, so I couldn't really tell what it was. Um, so you know, as any person would in my um, situation who is undiagnosed, I started self-medicating with alcohol and in the beginning with just um, weed. And, you know, at the time it was um, really, really difficult to navigate that. And I didn't drink often at the time. I was kind of a, a weekend warrior. And in high school, I would just, um, you know, go out to parties and stuff like that I'd sneak a little bit of beer and stuff and I was always wary of my drinking as well because I have history of alcoholism in my family and I was always told you know be careful around drinking because it runs in our family and that was always on my mind but you know as the disease progresses as it goes on I it didn't matter to me at that point um throughout my teenage years after I was 16 for three years three or four years, I've had a really, really major depressive episode where I think it worsened for me. 
um, around that time, I also started self-medicating with um, prescription medication that I was not prescribed. I was just buying it off of dealers and trying to basically uh, find a program for myself where I could use drugs and alcohol to self-medicate myself so I can hit that golden spot, really. Um, I have pretty much no recollection of how I went through high school, barely made it through, graduated. Um, don't remember much of my teenage years, to be honest. And once I re reached 19, 20 years old, I more or less kind of stabilized and I cut down on my drinking. I've cut down on my um, drug use and I met someone. And with that person, I thought, you know, she would fix all my problems. I thought I was finally in a healthy, stable relationship, but it turned out it wasn't true mostly because you can't just fulfill that hole inside you with another person that's just another form of addiction and slowly but surely it kind of um i've came back into drinking it was back again to occasional and same with the drugs um and then when it really went out of control was when i was around um 22 years old where i've had a major manic episode um that eventually led me to be hospitalized but before that um i just started feeling like i was losing my mind so i started drinking excessively um it turned into daily drinking it turned into skipping meals and you know switching to alcohol trying to use weed and then move on to psychedelics and all of that and I don't know if people are familiar with bipolar disorder, but bipolar disorder and psychoactive drugs do not mix. Um, and for about almost five or six months, I was just a daily drinker. I was able to hide it really well. No, nobody in my um, close circle knew. And, you know, the dominoes started falling down. I started losing relationships. I started losing people in my life. I've started alienating everybody. I've pretty much went scorched earth on the life that I had built my, for myself and um, people and places and things were just gone. I was very, very lost. Um, I drank and used drugs so much that I pretty much uh, caused a psychotic episode, um, you know, drug and alcohol induced schizophrenia during which I started seeing things that weren't there, hearing things that weren't there and just having crazy delusions as well and you know i just i was so lost i was very very lost um um i destroyed my personal relationship with my loved one destroyed my relationship with my co-workers at the time destroyed my relationship with my some of my family members and that was my rock bottom it got to a point where i've um attempted suicide and it wasn't my first brush with suicide as well. Um, and that led me to my hospitalization and me being institu institutionalized in a psychiatric ward. Um, my first day of my uh, day at the psychiatric ward is also the day of my sobriety. My first seven days of sobriety just happened to be just because I was, you know, put away. And I got out of that psychiatric ward pretty much, you know, just a lost so I had the thousand yard stare. I had no place to go to. 
I could count on my fingers how many people I had left in my life who um, just, you know, basically endured my shenanigans. And I'm forever grateful to those people, too, who remained in my life. And after I got out of the psychiatric ward, I remember some friends of mine mentioning um, AA and 12-step programs to me. And I thought, you know, I had two choices. Either I go down this path again, and it's probably going to end up with me dead, jailed, or institutionalized again. Or I give AA a try and try to give myself another chance. And I chose the latter. I walked into my first meeting, terrified out of my life, shaking, because um, I still was having withdrawals as well. I didn't go through detox or recap or anything like that. And my first meeting, I just walked into the room. And despite the fear, I immediately felt like I belonged there. Something, you know, some people say higher power or just an epiphany. I felt like I was in the right place. Um, immediately, people started coming up to me, you know, hey, how are you doing? Asking me about my story, giving me their phone numbers and stuff. And I don't come from a world where such um, genuine niceness is um, genuine. So I was a little put off and like kind of scared. But, you know, I, I've come to find out that the 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 need to help people is very, very genuine in the rooms. And um, I've come to really, really appreciate that kindness. I've started going to the rooms religiously just because I had no life outside. It was just kind of a hellscape for me. So I just came doing three, uh, four, sometimes up to five meetings a day just because I was so desperate. I probably did like hundreds of meetings in 90 days. I threw myself into AA and just because I had the gift of desperation. I had no other option to go somewhere else. Um, I haven't seen my family in three years by that point just because of my immigration status. So I was just completely alone. But I've come to find a new family in the rooms of AA. And AA just gave me another chance at life, really. I've had never in my life experienced anything like that and i'm incredibly grateful for that i've around that time i also started receiving uh, finally psychiatric care i was after i was diagnosed with a bipolar disorder and so being sober going through a breakup and newly medicated was a very 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 intense mix but thanks to me just being so desperate and kind of taking any advice that was given to me calling people whenever I needed to, even though I really did want to, you know, that phone weighed a thousand pounds to me, but I knew I had to call people. It was, it, I, I had a cry for help, you know, and that cry was received and people responded to that. And I've never thought I'd have anything like that in my life again. I thought, I didn't deserve anything good. I thought I deserved the pain and suffering because just I caused it for other people so much. So that was retribution. But over time, you know, you've learned to accept that you were sick and suffering. And somebody in the room said to me once, actually, is pretty funny. Is uh, we're not 
fucked up people. We just did fucked up shit. And for some reason that struck with me because, you know, I was carrying this incredible guilt. And of course, I'm still dealing with that, but the program has helped me immense, immensely to navigate through that. Um, so I started coming into meetings religiously. I, I threw myself into service as well, just because I wanted to stay connected with the program as much as I could. And I didn't want to go back out to the life that I've had outside. And over time, slowly and surely, you know, I've started gaining a week, two weeks, three weeks of sobriety, the longest I've ever had in my life. And I started getting, um, I got a sponsor and we started working through steps almost right away. And working through the steps, it was, the way I could put it is um, cathartic because Here's the thing. I always knew uh, when I was aware that I was an addict and an alcoholic. And the first step was just easy to me. I just never thought to do anything with it. I thought I could manage it. Especially when it got so bad, I just thought that that was how my life is going to be forever. And I was wrong. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Now, <laughs> yeah. I've had a resentment towards people in my first uh, couple of months of sobriety because everybody caught, kept talking about that pink cloud and I was waiting for my pink cloud to come. Never happened. Maybe lasted like a day or two at most. But the first three or four months of my sobriety were insanely difficult. And, you know, at the time I was, I've had so many times where I was just had the fuckets. I was so close to drink so close to going back out again or just doing something stupid in general but that seed that AA put in me just to reach out for help you're not alone in this um, basically gave me the power to reach out when I was at my worst times and people spent hours with me on the phone just hearing out my bullshit listening to me and I've come to finally understand that saying of, you know, feelings, they pass. As intense as they feel, as bad as they feel, they may feel like facts at the time, but they do pass. And if you stay in the program, you get the toolkit to deal with those feelings. Because most of us people in the program, some of us start young, some of us start right later in our lives, but we never really learn how to manage our inner uh, side, you know, the spirituality, the basic functions that we think other people have already and the tools at their disposal, we have to learn all of that through the 12 steps. And, you know, you get the toolkit, but then you don't know how to deal with it. That's why sponsorship, um, reading the big book or the 12 steps comes in hand. And uh, right now I'm at my six months of sobriety. And I I can't believe I'm here and I can't believe I'm sober, but you know, that is true. And within the six months, I felt like so much has changed in my life and, you know, life still happens. I've had some bad stuff happen in my life, some good stuff. I've just come to be able to get through it 
without having to go for a drink or without having to default to a drug, I was just able to manage through it with a sober state of mind and a sound state of mind. And I would I will always be grateful to AA, especially for one, proving to me that I don't have to do this alone. Because if I had to do this alone, I don't think I would have managed to get out of it at all. I don't think I would have made it. And, you know, you come into these rooms with so much pain inside and you may even not have any compassion for yourself. And it's fine because the rooms will give you that compassion and slowly and but surely you're going to start to learn having that compassion inside you. And um, in the short amount I've been sober, I've already started seeing some gifts of sobriety, you know, um, some relationships I've managed to um, basically reconnect with people. Um, most of the people in my life know that I'm in recovery and I'm also newly medicated with my mental illness. And not to sound cheesy, but if you work the program, it works. It really works. There's going to be some hard days. There's going to be some hard days that you can't think there's going to be an end to it. But if you really power through it, there will be an end and you will feel better at the end. Um, right now on my, I'm on my sixth and seventh steps and honestly, I, um, struggled on step four for sure. Having a, to look inside myself and go through the resentments and everything was incredibly, um, painful, but it was much needed pain. And yeah, you know, if not for the program, I wouldn't be here. That's as simple as it gets. And I'm incredibly grateful for the people I have in my life because of the program. I've been incredibly grateful for the things that I have in my life now, thank, thanks to me being sober. And it's, um, it's overwhelmingly good. And I'm basically managing... I'm learning how to live now on life term, life's terms. That's pretty much it. Um, I think that's where I'm going to end it for now. Thank you all for letting me share my story. And I hope to hear from you guys.